Okay, so, um, you guys ready? What are you calling, your bookie? Martinez, what's the, what's the you're already, I already know you're recording right what's now. The good, I, I know your though. tricks. Well, that's this, why this is like, are you that's ready? That's why I'm projecting. <laughs> I know you're already recording. <laughs> This is Martin, or Mikhail Martin. Elen is de los palos. I'm drinking a blue moon. Dude. Okay. And with me is, I didn't prep the adjectives, but with me is the stellar, the um, amazing, cool, the job. Why do I feel like cool is a downgrade based off of all these magical <laughs> words you've used? Well, because you said people like, you know, and they get used to me, you know, so. You're drinking a blue moon and I'm drinking a Stella Artois? Is this a Stella Artois? I think it is. is and this what we discussed the last time? I think so. And with us today, joining us is the Joe. one and only Decoy back the in decoy. the house. Thanks for having me back, guys. I'm becoming a veteran on this show now. You guys yeah. up to the billions you've been promising? Not yet, but let's <laughs> last but not least, we have with us. Mr. Ferdinand, because as you, I mentioned in the previous episode, we are duplicating, expanding. Now we actually have an audio guide. <laughs> it's not today. The crowd goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Digor, you have a lot of information. Jeff, I know you guys want to talk about this. As I've said before, I've been totally ignorant about NFL and anything related, but I'm learning. Mm -hmm. So, guys, take it from here. Well, I know you had me back this week because we have a big event happening on Sunday, uh, Super Bowl 53. Um, Are we, we allowed to save? Oh, actually, no. I mean, we don't get paid. We're not promoting it, we, we so don't we don't make money, so they really can't do anything. Yep. So, what just referring to um, with the big game party happening this Sunday, uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, it's a huge celebration of the NFL and their championship game. It's a massive money maker when it comes to marketing, sports betting. It's the culmination of everything from the NFL season. So since Jeff touched on it, uh, there is a gray area with the NFL and the licensing rights of the word Super Bowl. So legally, you cannot use the word Super Bowl if you're promoting in any way a party or event that's going to show the game. So I always call the NFL the No Fun League. That's uh, another acronym for it. But bottom line is if you're not partnered with the NFL, they want nothing to do with you advertising the name Super Bowl. So you might see a lot of parties in Vegas advertising the big game party or big game viewing party, and it's just loopholes to get around the obvious thing that you know people want to bet it. That's ridiculous. But, you know... Bottom line, Martin, I know you have lots of questions when it comes to NFL. This is America at its finest. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I, I've grown accustomed to the uh, the chessboard with two armies kind of thing you guys have going on. I like it. Jeff, any thoughts? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Yeah, if you look at the you know the field from a third-party perspective, you're watching the game. What I'm seeing is two little armies, you know, and they got different strategies. Football teams representing armies. I think that's what it is. I like okay. that. Like Don't it. we always like play sports, kind of like make war in peace? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely strategy and seeing what your opponent's going to do. So I can see where you're going with that. A little bit of a stretch since they're ripping each other's heads off on the field. <laughs> but, you know, chess is great. An but, aggressive game of chess. Yeah. So when is this big time party, which I can't, I said the name if I the ever. The big game party, which again, we can say Super Bowl, guys. We're not promoting. We're not making any money off this podcast. We do it for the love of the people, right? Exactly. What so, if somebody of all the billions of people 
listens to this in like three years and maybe we are making money at that time. We don't need to. Because if, if people cared enough, we could always do Patreon and I don't think that's actually making no. money. That's like people no. caring about the program. Well, I like to live dangerously. So what do you say we just talk about it, say Super Bowl here? And uh, it's Super Bowl 53. It's happening this Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 6.30 on the East Coast. They're actually doing it in Atlanta. It's inside the dome, the Falcons... What's the name of it? Not Mercedes-Benz. No, 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 no. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I'm pretty sure that's Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hmm. Guess I was mistaken. I'm just going to take a guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they put it in writing. I guess they put it in writing. (laughs) But uh, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. It's in a dome. There's a polar vortex happening in the country right now, so it's going to be one of the worst snowstorms Atlanta's ever seen, but that doesn't affect the play on the field. It might affect the private jets flying in. The private jets are (laughs) coming in to come for the biggest party of the year. So what, 80% of the country's frozen right now? Uh, yeah, a lot of it's pretty cold, but not here in sunny yeah. Las Vegas. I don't know if I'd say 80%. Nah, see, and I said it. I definitely wouldn't say 80%. But the most exciting part of the Super Bowl is, as I always talk Probably about. Probably more like 70% then. Let the man. I'm sorry. Go ahead, no, go ahead, uh, The sports wagering side of it is truly where I wanted to talk about. Um, this is the biggest bet game when it comes to any kind of sporting event. You know, online, in Nevada, in the country. The amount of handle that's on this one game alone, right. if I could just read you stats from Forbes magazine, $4.8 billion was gambled on this game alone yeah. last year in the world. Okay? Now. I think they still have what sports by a long shot then. Oh, yeah. That's why now, hold on. Let me say, 4.7, sorry, was wagered. 4.5 billion of that was wagered illegally. That's 97%. <laughs> so that's me and Martine just making a $20 wager. That's illegal. It's not sanctioned in any way. So $4.7 oh, billion oh, dollars is wagered just on this game. I hope you bet more than $20 last year. Oh, uh, yeah. We won't the get Eagles, into that. The Eagles, Eagles were a lock. Yeah. But it's just insane. $4.7 billion in a three-and-a-half-hour game. That's crazy. Right. So it's obviously got some power. Uh, in the state of Nevada, though, uh, the handle we had was $158 million last year. So $158 million was just bet in this state alone on the game itself. And that is insane considering the fact that this can be $10, $20 bets for Joe Schmo that add up to right. $158 million, or they could be $10 million bets by somebody. It's but, crazy how uh, governments persist. What's obvious, you know, financially this would make sense to tax. You know, how much money would, could we reroute? Yeah, it, like it being legal in other states, like, you know what I mean? Well, the reason I gave that stat, Martin, we've hinted at my podcast coming out later this year and potentially doing something. Yep. Jeff and I have talked many times about the future of sports betting. The fact that 97% of that $4.7 billion is not actually being captured legally, people are going to want a piece of that action. And very soon, I believe, America will change their laws to where anyone can bet on this legally. And that would then take $4.5 billion and put it back towards, you know, our economy. But long story short, that should Wait. say, obviously, some people are interested in this. Yep. And why do they bet so much? Because this is the best game <laughs> ever. I love the Super Bowl. It's a Jeff- fun game to have action on. Wow. You know, it's a fun game, for sure. Yes, we're very passionate about the this one game, essentially. Right. Like, this is the the biggest sporting event Right. In your perspective. So from sporting event, yes, the NFL players, this is their championship. But when it comes to a sports better who's been betting on NFL all year, this is his last chance, you know, my last game of the year. And the beauty of this game is not that I'm just going to bet aside. It's what's called prop betting. 
and prop bets start here in Las Vegas. There's a thousand wagers right now of different ways you can bet on this game besides who's going to win and who's going to lose. You can bet on everything from the coin flip, how many points will be scored in a quarter, wow. how many points Tom Brady might throw as far as touchdowns, how many interceptions, what will the color of the Gatorade be that's poured on the coach at the end when no. they win. You can bet on anything. No. And that's the beauty of this. Yes. <laughs> you cannot bet on the color of the Gatorade. Are you serious? On the <laughs> offshore books, you can get that action. But the bottom line is they will let you bet on whatever you feel you think you have an edge on. So Thursday night, at the Westgate Sportsbook, the biggest sportsbook in Nevada. It's called the Superbook. The Superbook! It's where all the professional bettors come. They release all their prop bets Thursday night, and there was over $1.8 million bet just on Thursday night alone on prop bets. And these are professional guys that do this for a living. Now, 80% of the money that's going to be bet on the Super Bowl hasn't even been bet yet. It'll come in this weekend for everyone flying into town, Staying in town specifically for the Super Bowl, yeah. and it doesn't matter if you like the game or not, you want action on it. Yeah, no, no, it makes perfect sense. Right, so that's the bottom line when it comes to the stat side of things. I love the Super Bowl because I can bet on everything. <laughs> it gives me something to watch from first quarter, second quarter, this third quarter, fourth quarter. This man is truly a Vegas local. This is this is what I, you would expect from a, a Vegas local. Be proud, my friend. You know your shit. I love my city. So what is your uh, Twitter handle for this uh, potential podcast that you're going to be launching? Uh, potential podcast is going to be just like my Instagram. It's at decoylv. So it's some ac acronym of that. I'd have to verify it. But it's not fully up and running yet. I'm just putting some picks up. But I'll definitely have my picks for this week up for the Super Bowl. And you can follow along if I win or lose. My main thing is I want you to just follow along. If you have any questions regarding what you want to bet, it can be intimidating. You know, I want to guide you and just make sure that you have fun when betting and not just throw your money away. This man takes betting very seriously, guys. I don't endorse anyone. <laughs> but this man knows what he's talking just about. Just so we're on the same page, the gentleman who decided to pack up his shit and leave his home country <laughs> to come to another country is doesn't endorse gambling? Uh, I don't know if I'd go as far as to endorse it because there's a lot to go around it. The act itself is awesome, and I, I, I am curious about it, right? But it's so awesome that it attracts a lot of other things, too. And I can't just blind myself to it. So, <laughs> decoy. Rodino. <laughs> to your point of follow my Twitter handle, follow my picks, see whether I win or I lose. Where do you stand? on Super Bowl 53. What's your bet, man? What side are you on? I'm, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I don't know if we told you. It's the Patriots playing the Rams this weekend. Uh, evil Empire versus the new up-and-comer. <laughs> but the Patriots have been at the Super Bowl nine times in the last, I don't know, 15 years. So it's a pretty sure thing that they're going to be there and they're the best team. But I have a lot of strong feelings and reasons why I like the Rams. I'm catching three points. Uh, for what that means, basically, I get a three-point head start if I'm going to bet the Rams. So at the end of the game, whatever the final score is, they add three to the total for the Rams. And as long as I'm winning, I win my bet. But I personally feel, based on a few factors that I've looked into and dived into, that uh, they actually have a advantage, or according to the point spread, they should be the ones coming out on top. I I can't wait. What, what are these? Well, what's your pick, Jeff? Feelings. Uh, we could talk about that in a second. What factors... <laughs> are making you lean towards the Los Angeles Rams? So without diving too deep, everything I base my bets on is off public perception. What happened lately? What was the last thing that happened? 
So the public perception coming into the playoffs before it started was that the Rams are one of the best teams along with the Saints and that they should be the favorite if they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. The spread in the sportsbooks was that the NFC team would be favored over the AFC team regardless of what team came in. So it was that the Rams were a minus three favorite. So over the last two weeks, what has happened is the Patriots did nothing but steamroll teams and beat them as usual, and the public remembers how good Tom Brady is. So now they are all on board. They think he's the best thing ever, which he's amazing. But basically what I've seen is a point spread that went from Rams and Patriots, which was pick them, even money, just pick the game, to all of a sudden now the Patriots have to win by more than three. And nothing's changed. No players have changed, no plays have changed, simply the amount of money that came in on the game has changed, and now I'm getting a three-point advantage because all that's changed is everyone knows Tom Brady's the best in the world, and basically it's not for any reason that they're better. I don't see a statistical edge that the Patriots are better on paper or other than the fact that the past nine times they've been in the Super Bowl, but I don't base it off what he did last year. So that would be one reason. Thoughts? Those are some good points, some very valid points, 100%. I like the way you're thinking. And if you've watched any Patriots Super Bowls, they've lost three. Okay? Two to my friend Ferdinand's team over here, the New York Giants, which was some of the biggest upsets you'd ever see. And one trend that happens when Tom Brady loses with the Patriots. The. It's that they have a strong defensive line, meaning the front four that can rush the passer, Tom Brady, they have enough pressure they can get there on their own. Right, Because what most people will do is bring extra pressure to try to sack Tom Brady, and that requires defenders come at him. So as soon as he knows someone's going to not be covered, Tom Brady's the smartest guy in the NFL. He knows who's open, and he will beat you. So the Rams have one of the strongest defensive lines in the NFL. They have the best player, Aaron Donald. He's hands down the best defensive player in the NFL. They have Ndamukong Sue, who's very underrated. He's bounced around three teams in the NFL. He's a force, and this is the first time he's ever been in the Super Bowl. He's a beast. Understand that Bill Belichick's strategy is to take away your best player. If they take away Aaron Donald, that means Ndamukong Sue is one-on-one, and he, in my opinion, is going to sack Brady at least two times. I think he'll get him to the ground twice. Now, Brady hasn't been sacked in the entire playoffs. He hasn't been touched once. So what is the public perception right now? Brady cannot be touched, right? You speak of a man as a, a titan. He is a mere mortal because Michael Strahan and O.C. Humanura sacked him in the game they won. The Giants had a strong defensive line and guys who could play man-to-man. The one thing the Rams have that the last two teams the Patriots played do not have is a strong defensive line and they play man-to-man defense. They don't play zone. Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib will be lined up man-to-man on the outside and Tom Brady will have to actually work to get his players open. No one will be wide open. So that is one reason I really like the Rams here. I think their defense can hold up. I mean, once again, that's a very, very great point. I mean, everything that is leading to picking the right side in this game based on those arguments, I mean, how could you bet against the Rams? I mean, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. That being said, I am on the side of the Patriots. Right. Uh, that's why they play the game. I bought the hook. <laughs> I bought the hook. Jeff, where'd you move from? Uh, Oh, yeah, the City of Angels, Los Angeles. <laughs> You're right. I lived there for about two decades. Um, yeah, never cared about any of their sports teams. Not a single one. Not the Lakers, not the Dodgers, 
uh, not the Kings. Don't give a shit about LA sports. <laughs> and 90% of the people in Los Angeles feel go. the same that's, way. That's very true. So, the Patriots. Tell me why you like the Pats. Give me your breakdown here. If I have to pick a ball game in which I'm only going to give two points or receive two points, 99 out of 100 times, I'm going to take the experience of the Patriots team versus a team golf what second year? This is his third year. His third year. Second year of the playoffs. Third year quarterback. Yeah. Rookie rookie coach or second year coach? Second year coach, right? Or third year. They come together? Third year coach, number one draft picks, his third year. You're losing me. Yeah. It's okay. Uh I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Patriots in this one. Uh and if it was more points I would obviously probably definitely go to the other side, but it would have to be significantly more. I wouldn't take three points. I wouldn't take four points. I wouldn't take five points. I believe the Patriots win this game 38 to 34 um, or more. Could be 38 to 31. So I think the Patriots could win by a full touchdown here. So you're um, thinking high scoring, definitely. I don't think... I mean, that's over the total that they're predicting. It's like 58, I, yeah. so that's over. Th- yeah, there you go. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> Got a pick. Got the over. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think it's. I think they're going to move. I think the points will be scored. Uh, Let me ask you this. Is there anything besides the fact that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are just very good at this? Is there anything besides them and the history that would make you think that the Patriots have an edge? I feel this way mostly because I don't feel the Rams even belong in the Super Bowl. I think the pay, uh, I'm sorry, the Saints um, I believe the Saints should be here. That being said, if the Saints were playing the Patriots and the Saints were getting two points, I would take right. the Saints plus two points. And let's touch on that because two points, what Jeff's saying, because this can be confused a lot. A field goal game is three points. Usually a team wins by like a field goal, which means three. So what Jeff's saying is he'd like to take the Patriots to win by more than two. So when he's saying he'll take two or three, that means I want the game to win by a field goal. If he's saying he wouldn't take any more than that, that basically means, you know, you have to win by a touchdown. So for anyone who doesn't get that, I completely agree. You know, if I'm going to take a Patriots team, I don't want to take any more than three because I'm not sure if you know this, Jeff, but in every Super Bowl Tom Brady's been in, whether he won or lost, he needed a last drive to either win or lose the game, which means that that last drive, they were either down by three or four points. So every single game, Tom Brady never blew a team out. He never won. So what we're showing is it's consistent that it's going to be a close game. Now, will they win by four or three, 38-34? That's a bold prediction. But that's also saying that Jared Goff is going to score a hell of a lot of points is what you're saying. And the Rams are going to score. The Patriots' defense isn't isn't amazing. So what you're saying is basically it's going to be a shootout, no defense involved. I... Yes, I am. Yeah. It's not a wrong answer, man. It's just a prediction, and that's why we love betting on this because, you know, we want to look at it. I wouldn't bet on that. No, that's fine because right I now. I bet on the Patriots, though. The in Patriots. Yeah. The Rams and Patriots, they're saying that the game should be about 58 points, right? So if we looked at that on paper, what is that? You know, 58 broken down. We that's could do. Yeah, two could do a lot of different things. 28 no. to 20. Or no, 30, 38 to uh, 20. That's a blowout. Yeah. Huh? But, Either way, you know, that's the prediction. What's going to happen, we'll see. I personally lean towards the under. I don't think there's going to be as many points as there was. But, again, that's why they play the games. But there's only one thing I care about, Decoy. Who covers? 
Just the, I just need the Patriots to win by more than two points. Awesome. Now, with that care being if the score said, three to zero. Here's what sucks about betting in the whole game. Let's just say the Patriots are kicking their ass in the first two quarters. They're by 30. You know, comebacks have happened before, but you're, you know, plus three bet or minus two bets, pretty much over. How do I stay interested for the next three quarters? That's where I want to talk about prop bets and how they can add value to your watching experience and actually put some money in your pocket. What, Please, what are? Yeah, what's the, I mean, I know there's a ton of them. How many are there in total? Uh, depending upon what sports book, we're looking at Sunset Stations, you know, because it's right next door. There's over 400 props here that we're what dialing through. What is this? These are called proposition wagers. Sunset Station Casino. It's one of the local casinos here. It's near our office. I picked up a sheet that we could look through. But uh, there's over a 1,000 wagers you can do at the Superbook at the Westgate as well. But bottom line is different wagers you can make throughout the game to keep yourself interested. And for anyone who's listening in the office, if they want to make some bets this week, I am going to give you a few picks that I'm playing personally myself. So besides the Rams being a plus three underdog and covering that spread, I have a really good bet. I think that's a lock for everybody. Um, you can bet the total points scored in the first quarter of the game. So whatever the Rams score is, whatever the Patriots score is when they go to commercial at the end of the first quarter, as long as it is under 10.5 points, that is my bet, they will score less than 10.5 points in the first quarter. The reason I say this is if you go back to any Super Bowl the Patriots have been in, the last nine, they have a combined score in the first quarter of three points meaning there's been eight times they didn't score in the first quarter and the ninth time they scored a field goal. So even if they stick with this trend and score their field goal, that would allow the Rams to at least score one touchdown. That would have you at 10 points. You're still under your total. Winner, winner, chicken dinner when the first quarter's over. So under 10 and a half on the first quarter would be my first prop bet. Jeff, your thoughts? It's a testament to the ability of Bill Belichick to make second half adjustments. True. I'm going against my perception thing here of uh, what have you done for me lately, but I think that trend's going to continue. Another key thing in the Super Bowl, these guys are human. This is a huge atmosphere and environment they're going to step into in that first quarter. It's loud, it's overwhelming, and no one wants to make a big mistake. They do not want to give up a big turnover or an interception that could swing the game early, so they play very conservative in the first quarter. So that, again, I think just pushes you towards the under, and that's a strong bet there. Um, another bet I like to do, which is very fun, I've hit it many years, betting the first player to score the touchdown on the game. So you're literally picking. It could be either team. You don't know who's going to score first. I like to pick a big long shot to see if they can maybe punch in a touchdown. So my two picks for the Patriots, I would pick Rex Burkhead. He is their goal line runner. Is it fullback, like 40, number 45? No, that's no. Devlin. Burkhead is actually their goal line running back. So my hope would be that Brady drives them down and gets them within one yard, and they just hand it off to this big bull of a running back. He just pounds it in there, right? I get 15 to 1 payout if he actually scores. That's strong. So if I had 10 bucks down and my guy ends up scoring the first touchdown, I'm going to cash $150 right as soon as that first touchdown scored, right? Money in my pocket. Now there's other chances people could score, so I like to lay a few different bets down, making sure that I don't have my minimum you know, bet outweigh my total wagers invested. So I have another person, James White, another running back for the Patriots at 10 to one. And then I have on the opposite side with the Rams, I'm gonna take their tight end and one of their wide receivers to score. I have Higby at 25 to one and Robert Woods at 10 to one. So if any of these guys hit, my minimum wager of $10, I'll have $40 invested. Minimum win I would have is at least $100. My best win I would have is $250. So I'm going to hopefully profit one way or the other there with those bets. 
And then uh, another prop bet I'd like to lean towards, I truly think the Patriots are going to do nothing but pass the ball. Like I said, the Rams' pass rush is great. They're going to try to put pressure on Brady. The way Brady's going to beat that is with short little passes to his running back. So James White, he's huge in the Super Bowl two years ago. He should have won the MVP. I think he is going to get over six and a half receptions, so I'm making that wager, over six and a half receptions. And I also think he's going to go over 55 and a half yards receiving. I truly think Brady's going to throw the ball to him non-stop and he's going to have at least 10 receptions any thoughts on that if i were the offensive coordinator for the patriots i would run i would run right at him gotta try to loosen up that gotta loosen up that rush a little bit i mean if you don't run at him mm-hmm. i mean they're just going to pin their ears back and come uh, now they running might not be very effective, right? So they may have no choice but to just dink and dunk and yeah. into pass. I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you've done your homework, obviously. The NFL is your uh, channel of expertise for sure. Um, I'm very interested to see what happens. I like the Patriots. You see how um, yeah, and I mean, again, guys, these aren't foolproof. None of these are 100% right. The main thing you want to be able to do is put a wager on something and have a reason why. Because I know I don't want to think about losing, but if you lost a bet because your buddy told you they liked something, that's great. You know, that's you took his advice and you lost. Great. But if you truly have something you feel good about and you think the number's off and you think, hey, you know, I actually think it's going to happen this way, just go with your gut and bet it. But I always like to give people a reason of why they're making that wager and not just throwing their money in. Like a drunk baby flipping coins can pick 55% usually. You know, you want to have a good reason of why you have an edge and that's what professional gamblers do they gain an edge dave why are we giving babies alcohol uh it's vegas baby i have right. to go to sleep though but you know there's a lot of a lot of prop bets out there typically what i like to do guys is spread something out across all four quarters so that way if for any reason i lost a bet early i'm not out for the rest of the game now the influx of in-game wagering and apps that are out now in nevada allow you to bet on the game as it's going so even if you like the Patriots or you like the Rams, you can literally wait four minutes into the game. Wait till you see what happens, a few plays. Think, oh, man, you know, Patriots are caught today. I'm going to go with them. You can still make that wager. So there's tons of ways to keep you interested throughout, and that's me personally. I like to win money while I'm watching the game. Um, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about how the NFL likes to make money while they're watching the game because they have commercial breaks that they take. I love the commercials in the yeah. Super Bowl. Honestly, I haven't had a dog in the fight for – how many years? Well, like 34 years Bears. since the Super Bowl for the Bears. <laughs> uh, obviously, I it's have okay. sometimes uh, some business uh, during this game, but typically, you yeah. know. So here's my thing. Before the commercials are what, what drive my interest. I'm sorry. No, it took too long I, to finish my statement. I agree. I agree. In fact, uh, when, I was, when I was a kid, uh, we, me and my, uh, my brother, uh, I think the older one, we at some point sat down to watch the commercials in like '90s something, and we tripped out on the three little frogs that the bullet flies. Or like, yeah, and, and we followed that a couple of, like they had like a Absolutely. whole series of episodes, right? I remember that. Um, yeah, so I totally understand what you're saying. In fact, the first thing that I remember, uh, you know, kind of impacting me, was the fact that my brother said something like, "You know how much money that costs?" I'm like, "Well, I'm a kid, right? Like I don't know yeah. how much, right? Two million dollars." It's like, wow, really? It's like it, that's something that's always kind of like. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it's insane. And when you think about what we do at you know our company here and why we call it the 1202, we do marketing, right? The Super Bowl is the most purest form of marketing and profit margin you could ever have, right? The NFL knows that they're going to have an insane amount of viewers on this Super Bowl. Everyone is watching it. The commercial spots they sell 
for a 30-second spot, it's $5 million. $5 million? $5 million. And that's a great moment for a quick commercial. We're talking about the commercials. We're talking about the commercials. We're not taking any calls from Australia. We might have somebody calling in right now from Jersey. (laughs) Just could be... Jersey. We're taking calls now? <laughs> yes, we are, sir. Oh, God. Is uh, this... Who do I have on the line? Is this who I think it is? Wait, is this the, the one lady? Hold up. Wow. It's the one lady. Don't worry. Well, Can well, you hear me okay? Oh, great. We got it. <laughs> She's Ma'am. on the phone. Ma'am, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We just, we're having some uh, technical You have issues. to speak up, dear. Yeah. I can't hear you. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Thank you for joining us today. It's How are Muriel. You? It's not ma'am. Muriel. Thanks for joining us today. Muriel. Muriel. Jeff, say hi. Jeff? Yep, this I'm is here. Hi, Jeff. Mariel? Is this the one, the only Rodino? This is. Oh, God, I've heard so much about you. I hope it's all been, been great. <laughs> Based on where you're calling from, I'm thinking, are you with the Pats this Sunday or are you with the Rams? Well, absolutely. Robert Kraft is one of the best Jewish men I know, and I follow his lead to no avail. He always wins, and who doesn't love Kraft products? They're so great. He, that's not the Kraft product. Who do you think Robert Kraft is? I never put the two two together. <laughs> is it the Kraft macaroni and cheese? Yes. Matt, you are so wise. This is why I love having you on the call. I love Tom here. Brady. I love the Pats. I'm taking a minus three. That's my pick. Lock it in. Have a good day. Thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. Yeah, you know, it's always great. Dude, I didn't know you had people calling in and giving picks. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, man. Well, you know, we're always uh, open to uh, expanding uh, our minds here with the 1202. It's such a mercurial concept we, we work with here. Thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm sorry. We're back. We're back. Uh, it's just that we were being stupid a second ago. I hit the record button and immediately in a second. It all stopped. But we're back. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. So what we're talking about before we left commercials. We're back, guys. Uh, that commercial right now gave us the field required to come back to the conversation. And at this point, McCoy has just finished demonstrating his true artistic value and power. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Do you mean fuel to come back into whatever you said? Do you mean to grab another beer? Well, I mean, <laughs> we could just say that. Okay, cool, cool. So cheers. Just, just check that's how we go. That's how we do. Stella Artois and uh, Stella Artois. How much money is being made in these commercials? How much money was our commercial break worth? That's zero. But I mean, <laughs> the NFL. Yeah, we got to pay right. for this beer. Probably three bucks. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, sir, how much money is being thrown around with these commercials? Who's the big player? Is there any drama going on? I know that at least one commercial was not, you know, authorized to go on air after having paid the, you know, creation of it. Uh, and I know there's a couple of things around that. What do you got? Yeah, so with the No Fun League, uh, it's very specific in who can market. Um, since we live in Vegas, I want to touch on the fact that NFL and Las Vegas have always had a very, uh, I want to say rocky relationship, but they never want to be associated with gambling, okay? So NFL actually banned a Las Vegas commercial. We used to have the slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It was a huge Vegas um campaign to basically get people to come and take a vacation in Las Vegas and it was trying to get us away from the family oriented you know perception we had before but long story short Vegas basically got denied from the Super Bowl even if you want to pay five million for 30 seconds NFL does not want to risk their image so stuff like cannabis cigarettes Vegas gambling 
all banned. Yet you'll find Budweiser, Bud Light, Corona, Heineken, Blue Moon, Stella Artois. Every single beer company is going to advertise. Why? Because people drink beer because when they watch football, baby. Right. Now, these are huge players. It's a brand awareness play. So typically, it's a brand you know already, and they're going to show you the most off-the-wall, funny commercial to try to draw attention. So when the next day when you're at work, you are literally going to talk about your group talking about the game. There's a whole another group going, hey, which commercial did you like? What was your favorite commercial? Did you see that one eBay commercial, or did you see this commercial? That's typically what happens. And then you also talk about, wow, they pissed away $5 million on that commercial. That one sucked. <laughs> like That is the great part about the game. Even if you hate the game, you're going to watch it on Sunday, and there's something for you. It's the commercials. Even if you hate the commercials, at halftime, Maroon 5 is going to play for 30 minutes, and they're going to bring people out. Is that the, the uh, halftime? Yeah, this Maroon 5 this uh, year. They got the most hits, so it's going to work. But typically, you're going to have huge halftime shows commercials glitz and glam so it's a show around the show and it keeps you interested there so they are making their money left and right with the almost NFL. feels like it's kind of theater right there's a whole bunch oh, yeah. of things going on not totally. just the game you know what i mean exactly it's, it's total it's one of the highest rated events ever and it's marketing at its pure finest you know before the digital side of things so it's america and you know what i was literally thinking that it's like if america was going to have its finest it would showcase what strength uh, sports culture, uh, business, money, marketing, uh, you know, bringing, connecting people, like all that kind of represents, you know, what the whole country is about. Yeah. And this is American culture, definitely, because I love Super Bowl for the parties. On Sunday, I know I'm going to be with my old friends. I know I'm going to be potluck style food. We're all going to bring our own beer. We're all going to bring our own food. All of the stuff we provide to sit and literally watch this game like we're not going to do anything but sit down and eat and drink our faces off like it's a overindulgence <laughs> to the you know most and what's your favorite thing to eat jeff uh when when watching when partaking in this amazing theater barbecue okay yeah. kind of ribs brisket tri-tip a good brisket is money and the fact that we're talking about food right now is interesting. It's Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl, but I'm disappointed that... We don't have food here? I agree. <laughs> in the moment, yes. But I'm disappointed that they went ahead and decided to disallow one of these amazing advertisers from having a commercial. Which one? Especially living in Las Vegas where you can just literally smoke weed wherever you want. Kind oh, of. In your yeah, residence. Like kind of. In, in your residence. residence. In your residence. And the fact that maybe... Just maybe. I might fucking be really high right now. <laughs> Whoa. What? Yeah. Potentially. I mean, you just walk around. Commercial, outside. banned. Which one was it? It was a it cannabis, was a cannabis commercial, commercial, man. Yeah. But yeah. what were they promoting? Well, I don't know. Uh, I saw the interview. He's in the office right now. Oh, oh. God damn it. Essentially, but, this is what I remember. Okay, I'm not. You guys okay. can back or fact check me. So essentially, they spent a whole shit ton of money making this cannabis, uh, you know, commercial, and it was focused more on, you know, having it's gonna have little kids that are suffering from like, you know, uh, so the medical benefits. It completely that yeah. right, and it would it would showcase that of like really beautiful music and people with post traumatic stress, and they would show all the benefits, right? Right. Um, and it, it obviously it's like a couple of minutes, right? But they spent like five million or some shit like that. They spent a lot of money before they even paid to run the ad, right? Exactly, and then they like they showed it and got denied. So right. they like what the hell? Like they, we just spent five million dollars doing this, and 
like, like that. Right? Yeah, man. I mean, it's nice to be able to pick and choose five million dollar offers, and it feels like a good position. <laughs> but I, it makes sense. We all know it's that gray area. I live in Vegas, man. I'm used to gambling and marijuana being legal. I, that's normal to me. I leave the state. It's just shocking that I can't do that stuff in other states. But again, I don't think NFL is trying to paint well, that that's picture. Five, five states now, right? Oh, most states I go to, I can smoke, so I don't have a problem. You it's, know what? Also, used to be a little bit of a gray area. Beer, <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and now they're the major advertisers. Yeah, what are you talking about? Prohibition. Well, let's move that topic. Let's shift gears. Yeah, Sunday. British Columbia. So Sunday. What are we doing Sunday? Sunday is the biggest day of the year, apparently, for anybody. That's America. Uh, it's one of us. Well, Sunday. If you aren't watching the Super Bowl, you must have something really good to do. Well, that's literally what I'm going to do. Because you guys are all going to be talking about this shit next week, and I want to know what the hell's going on. Or you're going to be watching at your cousins? You say you watch with him? Yep. Who's your shout cousin have? Omar, Little Spilos, shout out, bro. Who's Omar on? Who's the picks, man? Come on. Who are you picking? I'll ask him, I'll ask him. Who are you well, picking? Maybe we should come back and. But it sounds like we're. Maybe we're, Omar could be a guest on my show. I think I think he should be actually. Yeah. And by the way, who am I picking? Um, apparently, Superman has a freaking uh, football team, and then his name is what's this guy's name? Brady. Superman? Oh yeah. Well, Tom Brady's on the Patriots. So, so apparently, I'm gonna go for the Patriots. Why wouldn't I bet against? Well, why would I bet against Superman, dude? That's. Yeah. Right. It's a good bet. I yeah. mean. I'm sure you could place that bet down at any casino and they'd be happy to take your money. Buy the hook. Now you're just going over their head. We're buying by the, oh, oh, you know, guys. We were talking about sports betting, but I don't know what's going on. You said it's an advanced Whatever. strategy. Okay. You're buying points. I, I didn't know. Dave, I didn't know where you were going with that advanced strategy. I thought you meant like the well, gentlemen, evolution of men this making Sunday, the right choices. Okay, um... Sunday, what's happening Sunday? Sunday's the game. Sunday's are the game. Are you high as fuck too? <laughs> Holy shit. How are you going to uh, spend this Sunday, my friend? Uh, I'll spend it over at my good friend Ken's house. Uh, he hosts a Super Bowl party every year. We do uh, cook tacos, we have beers, we each bring a different item, and just basically get loose and have fun. And how about you, Fer? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Hooters. Maybe Hooters. Maybe Parkway. Maybe shout out to Parkway. <laughs> Parkway, shout out. Guys, thanks a lot for all of you guys that are fans of, uh, obviously, football. You know, now we're having this this uh, brand new presentation of art here by my friend McCoy, the decoy. 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 Um, I'm, sure, decoy. I'm sure that its content is always going to be this rich. I said I wasn't going to endorse anybody, but at this point, you've converted me. Officially, I endorse this man. He, he is a very smart creature, for sure. What do you predict? appreciate that? Yeah. What do you what predict, predict that AI takes over and your robots. endorsement? Yo, even robots. Bro. Like, how much do you think your endorsement's going to be worth five years from now? I don't know. I hope that you enough. A pretty big deal. That I can help. Huh? Pretty big deal. Yeah, dude, I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> well, we're in front of potentially billions of listeners. Right? I'm rooting so, for you. Yeah. I'm rooting for you, Jeff. Buddy. How are you going to spend the, uh, the Super Bowl? Uh, kind of undecided. I've had a, you know, a lot going on this week. I'm moving um, from one house to the next, so I don't know where I'm going to watch the game. I, I might just watch it at the house solo. Might go to a bar. I don't know. Might, uh, I don't know. Maybe go to Parkway. I don't awesome. know. Check out, a big, check out a big game now. party, man. It's great. Awesome. Uh, do you go, any final words? Uh, final words. I appreciate having me on here, Martin. Um, Give me a platform to talk about the stuff I nerd out on. Um, hopefully, these are winning picks for you because all that info is great until it's not right on Sunday, and then <laughs> I look like a dumbass. So we'll see. You know, if you want to ride with me, I'm more than happy to give you guys more picks. But have fun and good luck in the Super Bowl and go Rams. Decoy, decoy, you're coming back. We're gonna talk about all these bets.
And just to clarify, for those of you that might have stepped away during the podcast, as this has been three hours and 42 minutes now, uh, Decoy's picks were the Rams plus three points and the under 10.5 points for the first quarter. Yeah, those are my two locks right there. That's something I feel confident in. Awesome. And I'm going the other way with the Patriots minus two. Uh, I have no feelings on the first quarter, although I do believe the total – uh, for the entire game could go over. Don't quote me on that one. I've got no money on that side, but uh, I do believe it's it's gonna, it's going to fall to a four to seven point game somewhere in the thirties. So interesting. That's my pick. Awesome. Uh, I have the Rams and the under. Nice. All, All right, right, guys. And my team. I don't know. I'll get back to you guys. Is that? <laughs>